I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries We just had the four games yesterday uh, and the Suns kind of asserted the supremacy and showed everyone why they're on top of the league. A comfortable victory over the Utah Jazz. It was actually not very comfortable. It was close till the end of the third quarter. And then Chris Paul took over 15 points in the fourth quarter. He ended up with 27 points and 15 assists again. Booker scored 35. The Phoenix Suns this season in, in the clutch, they're 16 and 3. Uh, games decided by five yeah. points or lesser in the last five minutes, they're 16 and 3. Uh, they're shooting over 59% in this uh, in the clutch time, and they have a net rating of plus 42, plus 42 in clutch. Uh, that's how good they've been. Uh, and they're silently going around the job. Uh, they're on top of the league. They distance themselves from the Warriors, like you spoke about it yesterday. Uh, on today's episode, though, I want to talk about a little bit of a mid-table team, which we have not spoken about since a couple of weeks now, because uh, their season seems to be going nowhere. Uh, but a star is returning today. Anthony Davis. And of course, the team I want to talk about is the Lakers. So we'll talk about the Lakers on today's episode. And let's see uh, if the Lakers can kind of find some kind of redemption for the season. Whether you're an established sports person or a budding one, or simply a sports enthusiast, join us, Tanvi and Shlok. We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday. Only on the IBM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's going to be lit. All right. So, AD returns uh, after an injury. We don't know how fit he's going to be. We don't know if he's on a minutes restriction. He might be to start off uh, his comeback. Now, this is a player who's not played more than 75 games in a season ever. He's played more than 60 games in a season once in the last four years. But he's a superstar. He's Before he got injured, he had a kind of a terrible season. Let's kind of forget that. For a bit, but he still was the team's second leading scorer after LeBron James. He was a leader in rebounds. He's a leader in blocks before he got injured, right? Now, does this change how the Lakers go about from here? I mean, uh, LeBron's been playing at the center. Dwight Howard has been filling in now and then. Uh, but their form has been terrible. Will the addition of AD just change that? <laughs> I don't Ah, uh, the Lakers are such a mess, man. I don't because know. Because if you think of it, uh, I mean, generally in a regular season, the addition it of should. AD is a huge thing yeah, and it, it should, should just flip the season around. But if you think, if you remember, uh, AD was terrible before he went out as well. So, how much does this fix? Yeah, so uh, for me, AD is a bigger bonus in the playoffs. That's where he really separates and elevates from from the mere mortals around him. But the way the season has been going, even before he got injured, the Lakers sucked. Yeah. They have some major issues. I don't know what it is, but they have issues there. Uh, the, the biggest problem, of course, is, uh, or or at least the root cause of it all, is they decided to go for Russ Westbrook, who, uh, as good a player as he is, just doesn't fit into this Lakers. It's a yeah. terrible fit. And it only compounds what was already their Achilles heel. It's just ridiculously poor shooting. Yeah. This makes it way worse. 
for some reason he got lebron to buy into the plan i have no clue how i don't know if he has nodes or what he has on lebron but he, he got lebron to buy in and i mean once he buys in i guess pelinka is in and whoever else all the decision makers are in so that happened now why i say that's the root cause is a first of all forget that he is a superstar and he is not delivering what a superstar should just mm-hmm. one position out of five in the starting lineup he is made it hot garbage for the lakers atrocious mm-hmm. shooting way too many turnovers that's enough to cost you the game it doesn't matter how many assists he's putting up they are not yeah. going to cancel out those turnovers and the shooting um the and the uh, the astoundingly poor defense right no yeah. amount of assists can overcome all of these in one game no team yeah. can overcome all these deficiencies that's one now because they got rasvas book and they took on that that monstrosity of a contract mm-hmm. they were restricted largely to finding value in veterans and minimum contracts and that sort of stuff <clears throat> which meant becoming the old age home that they were a lot of people mm-hmm. like me thought they could still pull it off because these players are all reasonably fit uh, minus deandre jordan who frankly is shocking that he's still in he's, he's another jared dudley right now at this point um but 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 it just hasn't worked they don't have the legs kamal anthony can't defend he was supposed to buffer the uh, the shooting but he's been in and out in and out and uh, form and he just can't defend he's waivers and westbrook also uh yeah. to the point where teams just flat out just pick on him uh, he's yeah. the skinny dude in a kabaddi coat and uh, <laughs> deandre is done you know dwight howard's adding whatever little value here and there so they've got major issues now what is anthony davis's return what should the lakers expect from him they should expect that he comes back contributes those rebounds that he always had mm-hmm. they should expect more than anything else that he becomes the elite rim protector that we know he can be he should yeah. be in the dpoy conversation uh short of shy of yanis i think he's he's one of the most probably the best defender because of the number of positions he can guard gobert can't yeah. guard anything except the rim um yeah. so for, just for sheer versatility i'd i'd put ad up there that's what they should expect that's bare minimum if he mm-hmm. can go out and be a 25 points a night scorer i think that's the ball game what's it going to cost it's going to cost treating russell westbrook like just another player in the squad it's going right. to end up with him being treated no different than malik monk or any of the other role players that they have perhaps even being benched in some games i think yeah. they should just flip the script go back to the good old lakers the the powerful duo that they have uh, mm-hmm. ideally trade this guy trade us as well i don't think that's going to happen i don't know if anyone at this stage of the season is going to because the teams that will be okay picking up that contract are actively tanking anyway what are they going to do with the guy who and and westbrook can't can't even do that probably right he's yep. he's yep. probably going to go and will them to the playoffs somehow one man it just he doesn't get he can't read the room for some reason westbrook so uh, that, i mean that's the hope and, and dream that that ad becomes that guy and if westbrook can can um, marry his role uh, mm-hmm. okay maybe just 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 be another rondo just do that just do that be a leader on the court be another rondo well uh, ad did average around 23 points uh, before he got injured so it was not like you won't get those points from him yeah, and night cap for ad that's nothing for ad right exactly i mean i think the problem with ad was he was not as dominant as he is i yeah. mean there is a kind of fear that he brings to the opponents that you have to get past ad to score that fear was lacking at the start of the season i think he was just being an ordinary player uh he was not shooting the three as well if you remember he was just shooting less than two attempts per game which is very unlike ad he's is elite under the rim i get that but he was also a stretch five or stretch four if yeah. you can call that but that was missing that went missing from his game entirely he's never been a great three point shooter except that bubble few weeks in the bubble but 
he can chuck the odd two threes a game, but that has been missing. And I think that was a big reason why the Lakers did not really start off well at the start of the season. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, AD is proven that every time he comes back from a break, he's dangerous. <laughs> uh, we saw that in the bubble where he got a good five-month, six-month break, and then he came back and he was unstoppable. Uh, see that happening again? Yeah, but that's if he gets the ball. No, that's a kind of a prerequisite to shooting. <laughs> that's if Westbrook gives up the ball. Westbrook uh, statistically is probably more likely to give the ball away and throw it out of bounds than he is to get it to us uh, to to AD for an assist. This that's just how it is on a lot of nights. Um, yeah, I see that happening again. Um, the irony is Westbrook was brought in to take some load off of LeBron James, right? Both scoring mm-hmm. load, but but even more importantly, the load of being the chief ball carrier, the playmaker, the etc. etc. That's what Westbrook was supposed to to come in and solve and take over the scoring load when LeBron's on the bench, all of that stuff. Yada yada yada. Problem is he's only compounded that. And then there was AD's injury. So then LeBron had to do what he's done for, for way too long now, which is carry the entire yeah. team on his shoulders. And even then, I think 10, uh, 10 losses in the last 18 or, or whatever the record yeah. is, despite all of that. So uh, if nothing else, AD should come and, and uh, ironically do what Westbrook was brought in to do, which is ease that load <laughs> off of LeBron, become the chief scorer, then LeBron can maybe... Uh, take it easy a little and focus on being the playmaker. I have no clue what to do with Westbrook. I, I have run out of answers at this point. Uh, do you think uh, Frank Vogel is unfairly taking the blame for this? He's being made a scapegoat no. for the Lakers' uh, lack of results. Because... No, I don't think so. No? No. Nope, I mean, you no. have a bad roster. How much of how much of his decision go in that? Yeah, he uh, built that, that roster. roster. He was a part of that roster. If Look, if the... If, if, uh, Pelinka or Vogel or both can come out and say he had no part in this. It was a, a CEO mm-hmm. call or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll buy it. But he was a part of that roster. Two, okay, you got a bad roster. I get it. It doesn't justify being this bad. What's on the court is way worse than what uh, what's on the on the team sheet. Um, mm-hmm. Vogel, how did he get to the Lakers, right? Because he got to the Lakers because Tyloo wasn't available. Pretty, that was pretty much who the Lakers, mm-hmm. Lakers wanted. I think I think Jason Kidd was somewhere in that mix, Tyloo, and uh, I'm not sure if... Yeah, I think Monty Williams, they tried to pursue it mm-hmm. to join, mm-hmm. but you know, Phoenix eventually. Um, and then there was Vogel. Now, why did they consider Vogel? Because he did a spectacularly good... He was kind of like the David Moyes signing in the NBA, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is he did a good job with virtually nothing in Indiana. That or young yeah. Paul George, who was a stud, but but that's that. Uh, and, and largely, they're... Eastern Conference Finals run was was built upon a solid foundation of great defense. So he was supposed to be this uh, defensive elite coach mm-hmm. uh, who can set up championships uh, given the right personnel because his defense is so solid that 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 kind of wins you the championship as the saying goes. And and he'll figure out if he has the right players how to attack on offense, which is exactly what won the Lakers the championship the first time around. Yep. As good as the big two were, they weren't a shooting team. They didn't have a lot of three shooting potential. What they did do ex- exquisitely well was in the playoffs, they just flat out shut out and shut down teams. Just right. demolished them at the defensive end. Everyone stepped up, right? Bradley in the regular season, but Bradley's not there, no problem. KCP stepped up, Danny Green stepped up. Who started giving them rebounds and, and stops uh, when it mattered most? So uh, that's that's Vogel. That's his legacy. That's how he won his only chip. Cut to this season. The Lakers are atrocious on defense. It has nothing to do with the personnel on court. They are terrible. 
there's not one player that's playing any kind of defense on the court right now if for nothing else he should take uh, brick bats for that and that then is a sign that shambles the squad is in shambles look at miami with all those injuries look at yeah. where chicago are you can't give yeah. bad squads and injuries and availability as a, as an excuse he's not taking an unfair rep uh, rap but if he gets fired that would be unfair i think accountability mm-hmm. is important the team sucks mm-hmm. he has a big part to play in that uh, okay. but i don't think it's to the point where he, he should get fired over this so uh, but you don't see him getting fired i mean do you think it is and i'm saying it'll be yeah. <laughs> it'll be unfair. okay it'll be unfair but you do yeah. see him getting fired and uh, yeah. the lakers are going to end the season with a different coach it looks extremely likely at this point unless ad can save his ass hey it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network on the habit coach former mrs india madhuri sharma shares her fitness journey and the experience of working towards winning a beauty pageant with ashton on raw and organic founder jitendra choksi tells kunal what it was like building his fitness community fitter Should the government impose a price limit on film tickets? The Puliyabazi hosts contemplate this in their new series, Ek Sawal Kahi Jawab. On Tere Mere Raaste, Kesha travels to New Mexico and tells us all about it. And on Marathi Kirti Tun, the Deshmukhs talk about insects and their part in the cycle of nature. Do follow us on social media. We are IBM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. Don't forget to rate us on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. And also remember, you can check out a lot of our stuff on YouTube. Go to ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube and you'll get a list of all the various channels that we do have. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Banco Baroda and Coinswitch Coubert. Thank you so much for making this possible. Mm, AD has not just Uh, a lot of uh, show, uh, responsibility on his shoulder is not just coming back from injury he has to yeah. play the role of westbrook he has to share that load of scoring along with lebron and now save uh, frank vogel's job um, nice uh, i wonder when he's going to go back injured but lebron though is having the season uh, highest scoring season since 2010 averaging 29 points a game mm-hmm. uh, every year when you see lebron you'll be like no matter how terrible the squad is he is someone who can Uh, single-handedly that. take his team to the playoffs and then even probably to the NBA finals, right? I mean, this season, it seems a little more than out of his grasp. Hmm. Uh, he is performing to the best of his abilities. Uh, 29 points is not a joke at age 37. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a team that is in shambles, honestly, uh, does the LeBron magic fade away this season or do you th- no, still no. see them going to the playoffs and then... I mean, it's not just about individual numbers for LeBron, right? It is yeah. the team that. I mean, if you wanted individual numbers, James Harden did that year after year after year at Houston. Correct, 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 correct. The the farthest they've gone is the NBA Finals one year in all those six seven years that he was there, but nobody really cares after a while. You get the MVP, correct. and that's about it. Yeah, so but this was enough. Like, I mean, this version of LeBron is not the same as the version of LeBron that that dominated and sliced through uh, mm-hmm. playoff conferences to get to get to the finals. it is a slightly diminished version of lebron he doesn't dominate as much even if he gets yeah. the same number of stats it's a lot more mid range jump shots there's a lot more three shooting involved it's not that old locomotive just bulldozing past mm-hmm. like he plays he used to play like yanis plays today um yeah. a different technique but but similar levels of dominance in the paint and stuff like that that you don't see anymore so there there is some level of psychological edge that's lost because that's what used to strike fear in in opponents as you you're defending lebron james meant a completely different thing 10 years ago versus versus today True. um 
that's one two uh, he, he's played with some pretty terrible squads but this this is a whole uh, there's 50 feet of crap and then this situation that they have going on especially with the injury to ad without that yeah. you know i'd say no excuses um can he turn this around it's going to be incredibly tough um he has done it before but this would be among the weakest squads if not the weakest squad that he's ever played with uh, perhaps the cav squad with varejao and where i think delvado was the second best player after mm. after lebron that was probably the worst squad he's played on but that was also in the 2000s and it was the eastern conference where nobody gave a damn now he's in the west it's a whole lot more competitive it's not quite the same thing um and I, i think all of these contribute to to the seemingly diminishing aura of of lebron james but i think give him a good squad and he still he still right up there okay so the lebron and the lakers have their task cut out it starts yeah. today the return of ad starts today against brooklyn nets he's he's uh, listed as probable so it's not even sure that he's going to play but most yeah. likely i think he'll come on he'll get a 15 yeah, uh, 20 minute yeah, yeah 15 20 minute uh, show uh, we'll see how sharp he looks i'm hoping that he can be back to his best one because i have him on my one of my fantasy teams so i need him to come back and deliver uh but also i think i enjoy watching ad play i enjoy watching the lakers being dominant and at least yeah. being a comp- competitor i mean you don't want the phoenix suns and the warriors to just dominate the uh, west and it's no longer the warriors also it's just the phoenix suns so yeah that used to be my life once upon a time sadly <laughs> all right we'll come back and talk tomorrow about the nets and the lakers that's going to be a fun game the uh, warriors take on luka and the mavs as well that's going to be the other game that i'm going to be watching so it'll be lots of stuff to talk about tomorrow um and i'll see you tomorrow all right manchas hey if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on our social media we're at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram and if you want to reach out to us and you know you do you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash you want to tell us magic johnson is still better than steph curry and you don't think steph curry has changed the game for all that and more reach out to us on both instagram and twitter if you love cricket listen up the edges and sledges cricket podcast is here for you Hosted by DJ Varun and me Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fans' point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us. Sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday, glued to your chair, making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday. as i explore the strange obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before you can find us on the ibm podcast app website or wherever you get your podcast from <laughs>